This weekend's boating report brought to you by Colony Marine. North winds around 12 knots with gusts as high as 18 knots. Sunny waves one foot or less. WJR traffic and weather first. Not showing any accidents around the Detroit area. We do have stop and go 96 westbound 12 mile over to Wixom. About a 10 minute delay. That's right in the middle of the road work. Moving work crew with us till 2 o'clock this afternoon. 696 westbound from DeQuinter over to Northwestern. We do have an accident being reported in the WJR listening area. This is uh, coming westbound on 9080. That's the Ohio Turnpike out of Sandusky over to Toledo within the listening area. You have an accident. Please responding to that accident if you're in that area. I'm Jim Hughes. WJR traffic and weather first. Cooler air will settle in on this Saturday. Clear this morning, then a sunny and breezy afternoon with a high of 74. Tonight, clear the low of 52. And then for Father's Day on Sunday, a mix of clouds and sun with a high of 78. From the Weather Channel, I'm meteorologist Jeff Marr on News Talk 760 WJR. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the weekend and another edition of Housing Information You Can Trust for the next three hours right here with the Inside Outside Guys live on WJR. How you doing, partner? I'm excited about three hours. I, I'm just, we are so lucky that, uh, I don't know, has anybody told our boss that they're giving us this extra hour? Because, I mean, he doesn't like us a lot, so he might say no. <laughs> so steve if you're listening and you're part of it god bless you thank you We're, we we truly are excited aren't we ken we have a lot of fun you know we call those <laughs> education hours and we we spotlight spotlight our team partners in the different trades and basically just take that hour to let the uh, the audience get to know them better what they do how they conduct business yeah. and uh, that's pretty much it but it is a very informative hour today uh we're going to be with 60 from noon to one and uh joe mark the owner is just a great guy i mean chuck we we call him an american hero wouldn't we honest to goodness i it's funny i was trying to share with some friends of mine in the last few days the kind of person that i think joe marth the owner of, of foundation solutions 360 is i mean you hear joe talk about his history and you walk away feeling like your life has been for naught. He Boring. Just, I know. <laughs> the guy, God bless him. Uh, he's translated his philosophy getting to this point in life into creating a great company. So, yeah, it, between 12 and 1, it'll be fun for people to discover Joe and that company. It'll be a great time. Hey, do me a favor. Okay. I've been, uh, or you've been, you spent the last few days with some very close friends. And I, I believe what you do and you have with these friends is very, very special. Um, and, and what I really think is special about is you guys don't let it not happen. Explain what the bones open is to people out there, because I think <laughs> everyone's going to appreciate that. We wish we could all do it. You know, a bunch of guys uh, are probably listening. Um, I graduated from high school in 1972 and, and our fifth year anniversary came up and there was going to be a reunion and I'm not a reunion guy. And a good friend of mine and I got together and said, you know what, let's do our own. Let's just do, let's just do a golf outing with, with the guys we bummed with in high school. And we literally have been doing that now every year on Father's Day weekend. We all go home on Saturday or Friday or, you know, Friday and Saturday usually. Everybody's home now. Um, 
and we just get together and golf and talk and and share family pictures and do that kind of and you know eat and uh, it's a really cool thing we haven't missed a year in 45 years <laughs> it's that is so awesome it that is, is cool. so cool. I got an opportunity a few years ago to stop up there and meet a lot of the guys. And these are all your old high school friends and just great guys. And what I just respect more than anything else is you guys do not not let it happen, no matter Several what. guys asked about you, by the way, this year. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, they must it, live boring lives. <laughs> I know. We got so bored they were asking about you. Well, I mean, if they show up to be with me, you know they're bored. <laughs> you know what's really cool. cool? I got a chance to see. Uh, he was a buddy of ours had had a, just a major uh, life issue a few years ago. Uh, he's been a successful attorney up in Traverse City. And he and his wife, uh, Pat and Leslie Heinz, just fantastic people. Uh, Pat shared a day with us. And it's amazing. It's amazing what can happen if you're dedicated to moving ahead with your life and rehabilitating yourself and, of course, the, med the medical care that we've got today. So just a shout-out because those two are, are awesome. That's, that is awesome. But why is it called the Bones Open? Um, a buddy of ours that was tall and skinny in high school, we always called Bones. <laughs> and what happened was one of our first years together, this golf course we played, a uh, guy got a hole in one and somehow the local paper picked it up and wrote an article and assigned the name bones open to this event that took place. It, it was in Harrison at the time. <laughs> so cool. we found it. It's like ever since then we've called it the bones open. <laughs> that is really cool. You know, it's before Facebook came around, you, you didn't know anything. I mean, there's so many people that I, you know, see now, for 25 years, yeah. I never saw. I mean, we had our 20-year class reunion, my wife and I, because we both we graduated together in high school. And I hadn't seen – that was in 2005, I think, before Facebook even was alive. You really did graduate from high school? Oh, yeah, with my wife, yeah. yeah. Well, I knew she did. I just wasn't well, sure. She got me to graduate. Let's put it that way. <laughs> if it wasn't for her, who knows? But, uh, yeah, and now with the, with the events of Facebook, you get to see so much more of their lives. I mean – a good friend of yours and mine, one of the guys that was at your party, you've known since high school, Pat Bush, you know, uh, he loves Facebook. I'm sure he talked a lot about um, St. Mary's and the picture at St. Mary's this weekend, didn't he? Orchard Lake St. Oh my goodness. Yeah. He, yeah, he's a huge supporter of Orchard Lake St. Mary's. And yeah, we, we heard a lot of cool things about their baseball team. And uh, I think they're in the state finals. Was it yesterday or today? I know uh, their pitcher pitched a no hitter. I think it was on Friday, he might have told me, or Thursday, or gosh, I don't even remember now. But yeah, that's Mr. Baseball. Cool. It stuff. is cool. You know, you're right about that, though. We didn't have the communication stuff, right? Uh, back right. when we started doing this, I mean, if you didn't catch somebody by phone or with a written letter, you didn't, you didn't catch them. Written letter. I know, hard to believe. Huh? What is that? It's Snail just mail, what I do U.S. for mail. my daughters. Say again. I. That's what I do for my daughters. I write oh. them letters. Way to go, Dad! Because you're, <laughs> you're good, Dad. Hey, we heard uh, we got an email from Joe Ellis yesterday, and he wanted us to mention a couple things about timely, uh, wasn't it? Their website on Basement Plus. Yes, it sure was. But Basement oh. Plus has a blog. I want you to check out their blog on their website. And the blog this week is centered around healthy air. Remember, healthy air starts in the basement. You hear Chuck and myself talk about that 
all the time. Well, they, they've they got uh, mechanics, machinery they can put in there uh, to the keep Aspen your air healthy. The air purifier. We there you go. About that, it three weeks ago. That's what I was looking for. So let's make this next segment. And here's the thing. If you want to put living space down there, cheaper to go down than up or out, whether you want a kitchen, a bath, a whole living space, never even need to go upstairs. Let's make this next segment brought to you by our good friends at Basements Plus. 888-654-GUYS, which is 4897. We're going to make this show about you, the listener, as well as, of course, some of the recent events that might affect you and, of course, solutions in our contractors, right, Ken? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh. If uh, no one's gone to the InsideOutsideGuys.com lately, there are plenty of reasons to go there, obviously, for any uh, contract you may need. We got, I believe, over 50 or 60 team partners there right now at the Inside Outside Guys. Also, you can hear our old shows, any shows that we put on. You can go to our archives page and hear those. You can read the Detroit News article, which is written comes out every Friday afternoon in the Detroit News Homestyle section. And you can also go to our special offers page. So let's say you call one of our team partners like Beauchamp uh, Water Treatment Solutions. You can go there and get, a, for lack of a better word, a coupon. Um, right now, someone like Window World, you can find a coupon in there as well. So check out the InsideOutsideGuys.com and even... If you only have a question, we answer questions every day, multiple questions every day at the InsideOutsideGuys.com. And that website is for homeowners who are having any issues with their homes. You know, it's interesting because some contractors have questions, you know, what should I do in this situation? Or maybe somebody's not paying me or whatever, right. you know. Right. And uh, we invite those questions as well. We love we love talking to other contractors. Yes, we really do. Hey, how'd you do on that real warm day this week? Really, there, <laughs> two, there were really two really warm days this week. Honest to goodness, I I praise God for air conditioning. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm a sissy. It's funny because Wednesday was the day that was supposed to be really warm, and it got into the high 80s here. I believe right around 89, and then. Thursday, my, my bride and I went down to uh, Comerica Park to, to watch the game with some of the JR oh, staff. Right. Had, a great, yeah. had a great time. But when we walked in, it was 93 degrees. We were walking into the station. And luckily, there was a nice breeze in the station, or excuse me, in the uh, stadium. There was a nice breeze, and we kept relatively cool. But we passed the test. Remember last week we were talking about, you know, how are things going to be? Because we've all heard about these blackouts that are are, are coming. Brownouts, we passed the test yeah. last week. I didn't yeah. hear about any blackouts. However, this coming week, we have a string of warm days. And whoever has not been prepared or got prepared, got their generators prepared yet, please take this weekend to pull a generator out, if you don't have a standby generator, make sure it's operating properly. Get all your extension cords going because, boy, I hope it doesn't happen, Chuck, but people should be prepared for it to happen. I don't disagree with that. Actually, I think the high winds this past week, you know, put people in greater jeopardy than the heat did, uh, largely. Uh, had a lot of, uh, you know, you and I were talking to uh, Mark Kramer from Kearns a few weeks ago. Yes. And Bill Burkhart Jr. from Kanga Roofing. And uh, we've got some great roofers, but those companies that you and I refer are tracking weeks like we just had where pieces of your roof, I guarantee you, were blowing off in some parts of the state with those high, high gusty winds. Last night, my wife and I are just sitting down watching TV, and twice I got 
off the couch. Well, I actually told her to get off the couch and check outside. But yeah, no, I'm you just told her. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, because it's funny because the winds were so high. I'm not used to hearing those kind of winds. And I went outside to look at the sky. And both times, the skies were completely clear. There were no storms coming. But we had some high winds last night. We did. And there's a lot of dead wood out there, too. There's a lot of the old ash trees that are still standing in various places. And, and we caution people to be leery of those in those high winds because they, they can be very deadly and you got to be aware of that. It's, it's just, but it will affect your roof. It'll blow pieces of siding off your house. So not a bad thing to just kind of walk around the house while the sun's on and take a quick look. <laughs> you had mentioned me earlier while you were out golfing with your buddies last week, you had a tree fall real close to you guys. Did you not? We did. It was actually, it was on thursday and it was extremely hot and extremely windy and we're all standing on a green and uh we answered the age-old question about if a tree falls in the woods does it make us kind of think because a great big one dropped in the woods probably 50 60 feet away from us and it 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 was interesting to observe there are many cases of trees falling on golfers and golfers dying that way oh so, Pay Scary. attention to your surroundings when you're in that type of weather. Eight 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 six five four guys equals eight 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 six five four four eight nine seven. Phone lines are open. I also want to remind people: if you go to the Inside Outside Guys special offers page, there is a coupon in there from Sharon's Heating and Air Conditioning for fifty nine dollar AC check. Now. As soon as possible is when you want to get Sharon's out to check your air conditioner unit out before this really warm weather hits. I know it. As, uh, I, man, if if you haven't done that, shame on you. And if you didn't need your air conditioning this past week, well, then God bless you. Because I, I, I mentioned I'm become a heat sissy. <laughs> you know, if I, if I can stay in. It's funny. I was talking to a, a whole sissy. bunch of people this week. <laughs> and actually, I love it when it's hot outside sure. in the daytime. But at night. I want that air conditioning. So taking advantage of that $59 uh, from, from Sharon's heating and cooling, that cleaning check, man, well worth it. What was crazy is when I woke up this morning, it was in the mid-50s. It was cold last night. <laughs> opened the windows, turned the furnace off, or the AC off, opened up all the windows to get some cool in, air in here. And Wonderful sleeping night, wasn't it? Yeah, it really was. It really was. You know, you and I, uh, our article this week in the Homestyle section of the Detroit News uh, we kind of stole the idea, you know, from somebody that people are going to get to hear from tomorrow from noon to one, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, Atlas. Correct. Yeah, Atlas Home Improvement. And basically, the idea we stole from, from Darian was, when do you know it's time to reinvest in your bathrooms and kitchens? Um because most of us don't because it's a very they're both very expensive rooms in the house and particularly the master bath and certainly the kitchen uh, but on a price per square foot basis you and I have quoted data over the years uh, that those those rooms are really expensive compared to the you know the middle of your living room floor <laughs> and those are the rooms if you're going to invest money into your house to uh, to make it look better, especially the kitchen, that's where people spend most of their time. Just to, data has shown people spend most of their time in the kitchen, especially when they're having uh, parties or gathering together, people mingling there. And those are the rooms that if you're going to spend the money, if you're willing to spend the money, those are the rooms you want to spend them in, I would think. You know, if you're going to sell your house, um, we used to, when people are buying houses, 
when yep. we used to do sales training, of course, we would script the verbal interactions, but we would also script the physical interactions of people walking into a home with the home because the first room people want to go to is the room of highest fit and finish, which is the kitchen. Right, right. Makes perfect and sense. And sometimes if, if the first room a buyer sees is the kitchen, the rest of the house won't look as good to them because it is not done to the same degree of invested dollars and in fit and finish. So it's interesting. Yeah, people can check out the article at theinsideoutsideguys.com, the Inside Outside Guys on Facebook. We'll talk about more about the article and uh, redoing your kitchen, your bathroom, your entire house throughout the show. Also taking your phone calls at 888-654-GUYS. Okay, Chuck, within the first two segments, I mentioned our special offers page. This will now be our third time. But if you go to the Inside Outside Guys special offers page, you look up Window World, you can get 60 months same as cash. And not just that. Tell them the Inside Outside Guys sent you, and Niles, Niles Sheena will have something extra for you. Let's make the next segment brought to you by Window World. Happy uh, Father's Day Eve. Oh, it's Charles Father's. Father's Day? Isn't that cool? I didn't even, I didn't even realize tell you the greatest blessing in life as far as you and i i know i can speak for you our concern is our children what a gift nothing you know when, when everyone anyone ever says god bless you i said he has and, and the first thing he blessed me with my wife and the second thing he blessed me was with five incredibly healthy good children so it's funny very, you say that i uh i'm interviewing with a medical person earlier in the week. And he said, how you doing today? I said, I am blessed. He said, what? I said, I'm blessed. He goes, I never hear that. That is awesome to hear. <laughs> it, was, it was so cool to, to hear somebody that appreciated the comment. You're right. You're right. Too few, too few realize how blessed we are. And we've said this very many times. If you're born in this country, you have it better than 90% of the world as far as I'm concerned. It's a higher percentage than that, my friend. I agree with you. <laughs> oh, I didn't want to go too high because I might offend someone. You know, 888-654-GUYS equals 888-654-4897. That's Dr. Joe at Eastern Market. I need to get back down there. How you doing, Joe? You're on with the guys. You know, uh, we're doing fine. There's a lot of traffic down here. A lot of people at Eastern Market this morning. Good. Nice. Uh, question. My question is, yeah, I do. Uh, you know, I've got an air, my house has got air conditioning and the outside condenser, you know, when it's working pretty hard during the hot and humid weather. Does it make any sense to spray light water on the condenser to increase its cooling efficiency, or does that not work? Well, theoretically, it would work because um, we know for a fact the more cool air that can blow past that unit, uh, the more effective and efficient it will function. So, you know, anything you do, but uh, I'd be careful because there are some sophisticated electronics in that unit, even though they're built to be weatherproof and, you know, resist the rain and whatnot. So my response would be it probably would, but I wouldn't do it. I would just make sure a lot of air can move yeah. around it. Yeah, that, that's that's one of the reasons, Joe, when, when they set these, they try to set them on the shady side of the house because they want to try to keep them cool. Yeah. Another reason why when you get the weeds, make sure people keep the weeds and any vegetation away from your AC condenser. The, the more free it is, the more air around it, the better. 
You know, the one thing I do whenever yeah. I set one is I will put it in a planted area, put shrubs well away from it, and then I'll plant a small, uh, in this case, I've got a miniature apple tree that's about 10 feet away from it. So it in the afternoon, but it still allows a ton of air to move through there. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank You're you, welcome. Joe. Good question. Yeah. That's a great question. I, I don't recall ever having heard that one from no. a listener. Do you? I sure don't. Nope. We should have asked Joe what he's doing at Eastern Market. That's a good question. It's been a year and a half. You know, no, it's been pre-pandemic since I've been down there, and it's a great place to spend the day. It really it is. is. I always enjoy it when I get down there. Eight 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 six five four guys equals eight 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 six five four four eight nine seven. So I want to remind everybody: now's the time to pull out pull out your uh, generator. If you have a you don't have a standby generator, and I got to tell you, Chuck, standby generators are. Um, a hot commodity right now. Uh, the, the time it takes from your first contact to get one is probably somewhere in the area of six weeks to six months because ever since we had those storms last year, they have been uh, very hot commodity. You and I have said this for years. Eventually, you're going to see every house having one next to the house, just like they have the air conditioner unit, correct? I agree with you a thousand percent. You were talking on break about handy people, handymen. Yes. You had some great information. Yeah, but that's going to be coming up later on in the show in the fifth oh, segment. Oh, you're going to save it? I'm going to save it for the fifth segment. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about that. You forget off the, off the I air. I like that. We will be taking your calls, though, at 888 <clears throat> Guys, have you broke out your generator, Chuck? Because I know you have one that you pull out. Or do oh, you know I... 100% right now it's ready to go, good to go? Yeah, I started every once in a while. I, I put stable, S-T-A-B-I-L, in the gas tank. And I'll just just go turn it over every once in a while. You betcha. Yeah. One no. one one thing very important when you bring those out that you don't keep them in a garage at all. Don't keep. I mean, if you can avoid keeping them under a roof, do that. But where they exhaust, make sure that exhaust is, is facing well away from the house because you Outdoors. don't want to put it towards an, any kind of intake that you have. Um, could be trouble. Oh, true. You know, you mentioned extension cords when you brought up the subject of generators a couple Good of segments ago. Cords. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's worth saying again, people, you know, if you're going to run an extension cord off a, a unit like that, make it a good cord, make it a 12 wire cord. It's worth having. <laughs> it's just, they're expensive, but keep them out of the sun, put them in a shady place. They'll last you 25 years. You know, uh, it's worth having a good cord. If you're going to have a generator that you plug things into. And a good cord is like anything else. You're going to pay more money for a good cord. The cord's going to be thicker. It's going to last longer. I like what you say about keeping it out of the sun. If you use a cheap cord, you get one of those cheap 100-foot-long orange cords that fades in the sun. If you run that and you run it into the sun, that cord, if you touch that cord, will be probably hot to the touch. Those things get so warm, especially where they plug into either the machine or the the unit. Yeah, if you use a cheap cord with small copper wire and a small gauge wire, you can actually burn out the motors of whatever it is you're powering because it's like anything else. Um, if I'm using a skill saw or a table saw, you know, off a generator like you and I did on job sites for years. Yes. 
that motor requires a certain amount of voltage and amperage to run properly. And if I'm not giving it that amperage and voltage, it'll burn out the motor. So be aware of that as a homeowner. You can a refrigerator that's trying to draw, you know, specific number of amps and volts and can't get it through the wire. It's, it's like sucking through a straw that's half closed. It'll burn out the motor. Yeah, that's a great point. Great point. Because we're going to get so warm this week, Chuck, what did you did you do anything different at your house in the mornings on those warm days than you would normally do? Yeah, you know, it's funny. I got a chance to talk to Lloyd Jackson earlier at WJR uh, a few days back about that very topic. And um, I was raised in a house where we better do this. You better get up and do this. And it's close the shades. Do not let the sun come in and heat the house up early in the morning or late at night. And that's the easiest, cheapest thing to do. You know, if you don't mind, we, when we were building houses and designing them for the global cooling, and we knew that it was going to be a big issue that, you know, we had to maintain heat in our homes. The next uh, ice age was coming. It was. Yeah. And we were putting insulated uh, Roman shades in windows in houses for people because that made a lot of sense to do. But we had, we instructed them on, operating them just we found out people if if they grew up not closing shades they wouldn't do it in their own homes i mean it was the rare person that would actually physically go close those shades when they needed to be closed shades i don't want to say need maintenance but they definitely need paying attention to depending on the type time of year it is because if you leave a shade down in the middle of winter and you have even the slightest bit of humidity in your house behind that shade can start growing mold and mildew and all sorts of nasty things so that's why you got to raise them and lower them thank you and you're right i mean i'm guilty of it too i've got a couple shades they rarely go up but i check them on a regular basis got to make sure nothing's there but they're on the hot side of the house and i, I keep that down a lot but you're right about that you know uh because of that issue used to um make a shade that actually had a track that it attached to the side jams of the window in on the interior of the jam and then a weighted uh track on the bottom of the shade that actually had weather stripping on it. So when you close that shade, you effectively closed air movement from the house to the glass. I like that. Yeah. Made a lot of sense. Made a ton of sense based on what you just said. Was it on was it one of those snotty ones on a remote control? Uh no. Uh, no, that was that was pre <laughs> I am so old, electricity hadn't even been invented when we were doing this <laughs> stuff. But. Now I gotta tell you, that would be wonderful you know um i remember we went to david campos house to lisa i think some of those shades ran on alexa he could tell alexa to lift up the shade or shut the shade um that was real neat the house was, was really even cool. programmed to do it without you being there which is yeah. pretty cool as well now that you say <laughs> that yeah but you know, the the small voltage motors and electronics have become so affordable and dependable today you know 25 years ago i would have said don't do that don't count right. on that right besides which is expensive and they're big and today you don't even know that, that there's a motor in that shade or, or whatever it is it's like wow that's cool it's exciting and they're so inexpensive to run yeah they really oh, are yeah it's like our furnace blower motors, you know, that uh, effectively run on DC current now today. Uh, they 
they cost fractions of pennies compared to the nickels that the old units, you know, were costing us. So, yeah, man. It's, and speaking of fractions of penny, people start using your ceiling fans. Your feel your ceiling fans cost a fraction of what your AC unit costs. You so if you can manipulate those ceiling fans to move the cool air around the house, you won't need your AC as much, and it'll cost much less to do it. And also, yep. people who have those ceiling fans and they're getting full of that nasty dust, because listen, they all do. I don't care where you live. If you run your ceiling fans, they're going to get the dust on them. One of the best things you can do to get that dust off is just use an old pillowcase. Put it over top of that fan blade and just pull the dust right off. Hey, on the cusp of our article, if you want a beautiful facelift in your kitchen without destroying the kitchen and taking, you know, a month to have the work done, you and I have a company that we love that can come in and do that in, what, three, four, five days? Oh, it's that. Go to McFarland's, McFarland Painting's Facebook page, and you will see all sorts of examples of them painting the cabinets, making the whole kitchen look new without actually replacing everything. We love that about McFarland Painting. 88654 guys. Sorry, partner. It's okay. I was going to say, I actually have a sweatshirt on. <laughs> I know you do. I'm long-sleeved, as you can see, but uh, other than that, I, yeah, it's it's uh, going to be just a tad cooler today. It's so funny, the contrast between the extreme heat of a couple days ago and this cooler morning, but it is beautiful, isn't it? It is. I woke up this morning, went out, you know, put on shorts, T-shirt, and my, my <laughs> flip-flops and walked outside, took about three steps, turned right around, came back inside, <laughs> threw something a little bit warmer on. <laughs> I always look at these as great coffee days, good hot coffee uh, with that you sun know, coming up. Yep. You say that. Hot anything, Chuck. You're the only <laughs> man I know that ever just orders. We go, Chuck and I go out to breakfast. He orders hot water. Just hot water. <laughs> I know. Usually it's in January. You flavor it with coffee beans during any other time of the year. But, uh, <laughs> crazy. Hey, give us a call. Phone lines are open. 888-654-GUYS, which equals 888-654-4897. Chuck, we got a, an email this week from an emailer named Mike in Macomb. And this is how it went. My AC and furnace are 20 years old. Original equipment with a 2,200 square foot ranch home, still working. I'm concerned it's on borrowed time. Do you have any recommendations? I'm installers in the Macomb Township area, and of course, we did have great recommendations for that. Um, what's your opinion on that, buddy? You give yours, then I'll give mine. I was just asked this question yesterday by a close personal friend because we replaced a furnace. And he said to me, did you also get a new AC unit? And I said, no, I'm the kind of guy that if it ain't broke, I don't fix it. Um, so that's my short answer. If it ain't broke, I don't fix it. Now, if, well, if you're putting a bunch of money into repairs and maintenance, then I'd say, sure. It's funny because when people email the guys, they don't know who they're going to get when they email back. And sometimes the guys do have differences of opinions. Absolutely. And, and this is one of the times. My main caveat to that is a 20-year-old unit, if the budget allows, replace it. That's the main. We don't want you to go into debt to do it. Um, but if your budget, if you have the money, if you have the retirement money, you have set aside to that, a 20-year-old unit, I would rather see you replace it now than next week when it's 99 or worse in January when it's zero. That's 
kind of where I go on that side. Sure. And my thing would be keep the money, keep it in the, keep it in an interest bearing account. And the day you need it, where are you going to find one of those? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> no kidding. Honest to God, that, that's probably harder than worrying about the furnace or the air conditioner, isn't it? You're absolutely right. Absolutely right. So, hey, but you said something about maintenance in the meantime. So many people neglect the maintenance on those units. And, and people need to understand the air conditioner and the furnace, they're appliances. They're appliances that are both out of sight, out of mind. You don't open them every day like you do your freezer, yeah. your refrigerator, your dishwasher. Having them, having reg regularly scheduled maintenance on them will get you that 20 years. It'll get you that 20, 25 years. Might get you 40. I mean, it might really, get you, it might get you 40. Yeah, yeah you're, you're right. And we're not saying you don't have to do it every year, but every two or three years we get something, something in there. Now, we do say your filters need to be clean on a regular basis. You need to make sure you replace your filters and keep an eye on everything. If you're seeing something doesn't sound right or look right, then call a professional in. We had another one this week, Chuck, from a gentleman who had just had a new, a new uh, furnace put in. And now he's hearing a whistling sound. <laughs> and he notices it's powerful. And the, the installing contractor made the comment that an air conditioner is going to blow harder than a furnace is going to blow harder. And he can't figure out where his whistle. Now, I've never heard that. You ever heard that? It's the same blower. So you and I kind of laugh exactly. when, we, <laughs> when we hear that somebody said something like this. It's It's so funny that people don't. Now, the whistling sound could have been the condenser outside. The new condenser might be creating that, that sound. But just, just for the listener real quick, it's the same blower motor that's, that's blowing air through your duct system. You and I have talked about this 100 times, right? Yes. Whether it's heating or cooling. That air that's blowing on the outside of that condenser is actually blowing out, not blowing in. So there's no... No extra air when he's eight when he's using air. No, there's no air actually blowing out of the condenser anyway. It's just air moving across it, uh, the the coil. Up, yeah, the up and out yeah. is what I'm saying there. Right. That we're all used to hanging when we were kids, putting our head over and stuff like that. Hey, let's go to the phones real quick. Let's talk to Gordon <laughs> in Livonia. Good morning, Gordon. You're on with the guys. Hey, how you doing, guys? Good, sir. How are you? Uh, well, I have a 70 year old home, and you know it's all brick. But I'm having a hard time trying to figure out whether I need to get like a general contractor to coordinate things because uh, I I got issues with the house running hot in the summer, cold in the winter, um, and you know so. I, but I I know I need like probably a roof because it's over 20 years old, and I'm and I'm having a hard time trying to figure out well. Which project do I knock off? Because I'm not independently wealthy. My wife is, but I'm not. So. <laughs> well, first you of all, I, I, would, I have my wife fund all the improvements, then. That answers that question. <laughs> yeah, she gives you low-interest loans, doesn't she, Chuck? Yeah. I, yeah, that's, yeah. That, that's hilarious. I love that. <laughs> well, what's your priority? A 20-year-old roof might last another 10 to 15 years, so you might have you know a good company come out uh, and one of our people and inspect it and give you an opinion there. Then you can prioritize well, your did, dollars, you know. Uh huh. Well, I did. I did have uh, had a couple of them come out and look things over, and they said you probably could use a roof replacement. 
And so I'm going, okay. Um, and they, they were talking about some shingles missing and I might be able to, um, it might be an insurance issue. And I said, okay, but, uh, once the shingles are off, do I, cause like the insulation that's up in my, uh, roof and stuff, I have a dormer that was added in the seventies and it was put in by, I don't know, Kmart or something, I think. And, uh, so it's, everything is kind of half done. And so I'm having a real hard time trying to, I'm kind of bogged down by deciding which thing do I need to knock off? Is there a coordination? Is there a, Gordon, you know, Gordon for, for yeah. the sake of time, cause I know we're coming up on a break here. Um, sure. If you don't have an active leak in the roof right now, keep a really close eye on it. I mean, every few weeks, poke your head up there. I would, you know, take care of some other stuff first. The masonry work that you talked about as well. Sounds like you got a blue light special Kmart builder there. Um, and, and prioritize those. Prioritize what the individual needs are. Yeah, and okay. we'll talk more about this when we come back, Gordon, because you asked, do I need a general contractor? Do I need a specialist? We'll talk about that after the break, right, buddy? Absolutely. We appreciate okay. you. We appreciate you, coordinating. We will talk about it after the break. It's interesting that he mentioned Roof because if he had called Kearns Brothers, they'd come out and give him an honest opinion on whether he needed a new roof or not and whether it was indeed an insurance issue, potentially, or not. Yes. So it depends on who he's dealing with, right? It does. Hey, and if you're a veteran and you need a new <clears throat> roof, you want to talk to Kearns Brothers. They take care of the veterans like they did Ron Kohler out in Brighton just a couple weeks ago. I went out and met Ron. He got a free roof. I mean, not just a roof chuck, but under sheathing everything done right and he got it from a great company called kearns brothers good morning and welcome back to the show taking your phone calls at 888-654-GUYS which equals 888-654-4897 i got a question for you partner what do you think is one of our most requested and one of our most referred trades at the insideoutsideguys.com. I would say the most referred would be handy, handyman, handy person, handyman Careful. service, however you, because people don't always ask for that, but they're asking for things that you and I would agree fall under the heading of handyman. Does that make sense? Yes. We had an email just the other day of um, a lady that wanted to get a handrail installed on her porch, a wooden handrail, and she asked for a carpenter. Perfect example? I think so. Yeah, because unfortunately, all the good carpenters, you know, they're they're taken. They're, people are building houses right now, building additions and remodeling. And to try to find a carpenter to come out and do something like that, a, a good carpenter would, I think, would just be a, a ton of money. But one thing we want to tell people when they're going to hire a handyman and what we try to remind them of when we refer a handyman to them is pack their patience. Because we've talked to handymen that are literally coming in on a Monday morning to over 100 messages yeah. from homeowners around Southeast Michigan. And, of course, if they, get ha if they do half of those, they'll be busy forever. <laughs> yeah. 
So let let them know when you call them that you you just want to get on their schedule. You just want to get on their list. Is that fair to say, Chuck? I agree. And, and maybe before you make the call, the listener that had the handrail, she probably has two or three other things around the house that a good handy person could take care of for her. And you're well advised that the more, the greater the volume of work that they anticipate at one stop, the more likely you're going to be prioritized as a customer. Good point. Good point. I'd read an article recently <clears throat> about a handyman that uh, did some work at a condominium complex and it was plumbing work. In and Michigan? They, um, I'm not sure where it was beyond. Okay. Yep. But when they were done, they left, the homeowner left, and when they left, the plumbing work failed. And literally millions of dollars of damage happened because of this. And, of course, it was, you know, the handyman didn't cover, carry that kind of coverage. A plumber may have carried that kind of club coverage. But in the state of Michigan, Chuck, you don't have to, let people know, you don't have to be licensed to be a handyman, do you? No. And boy, boy, you bringing up that article, that just makes you cringe yeah. because you could have a homeowner's policy where your coverage is negated if you have someone who is not qualified do work on the house that requires a license or a special, you know, specialized certification or something to that effect. So, Good boy, point. that's a great example, Ken. It's all in the fine print, is it not? So yes. Michigan doesn't require a license. However, in the state of Michigan, you are required. I think this needs to change, Chuck. You're required to have a license if you do some of the work that a hand, handyman would do, whether it's carpentry or concrete or light plumbing. Also, if you do any work over $600, and that's what I really think needs a change, Chuck. Yeah, and I, I, I eliminate the word also because you can come in and do the work of a carpenter as long as the total cost of the project does not exceed $600. So it wouldn't be an also. It would be a up to once you cross that monetary threshold, then, okay. then you'd have to have a license. Okay, which gets me to another point. Okay, so I stand corrected. How long has a $600 threshold been in place? Oh, boy. I I think I've been teaching that material for 40 years, and I'm pretty sure it, it hasn't changed in that period of time. I think that's part of the original statutory language. And this is what gets me, and I could get very passionate about this subject, Chuck. That needs to change. You go to other states around the country, if they do require a license, like Florida, Florida doesn't require a license as long as you're not doing anything structural. Sounds reasonable to me. There are other states that have up to a $15,000 limit you can do. $600 needs to change if it's been around for 40 years. Because here's what we're saying, Chuck. If I'm a handyman and I come into your house and I said, you know what? My price is $550. I'm going to take care of that. And while you're there, the homeowner comes over and says, hey, can you take care of this for me also? Okay. It's $100. Am I breaking the law now because I charged her $650? And if I am, that's wrong. It's arguable. But here's, here's the, the, the other side to that issue is that in tough times, do you have unlicensed people taking work away from licensed people that need that? You know, 
So there's, what would you suggest as the cap on that? What would be the, the language you would insert or modify into the law? <laughs> you could get me going on something <laughs> like this. Um, you know what? As far as mechanicals go, I don't think handymen should be messing with mechanicals whatsoever, whether it's heating, cooling, air conditioning. No, you have to have a mechanical, license, a mechanical license for that. I think the threshold needs to be into the tens of thousands, maybe 15,000. Oh, there's I, I where like, we would disagree. I like where, Flor where Florida is with theirs. Um, Chuck, in, in state of Michigan, first of all, to get a license, it's been years since you've taken that license course. It is not easy. Let's, let's continue this discussion when we get back from break. Is that fair? I think it's a great discussion. Good. I appreciate that you brought it up. And we'll also take your phone calls and get to uh, Mike when we come back. Mike from Redford. Absolutely. You know, you and I did a great – you and I went and played golf with Jeff Glover for one of his great charities, Glover's Heroes, taking care of the kids. The, the real estate market is still smoking hot right now, and more than ever, you need a professional, someone who does this every day, all the time, to help you sell or buy a property, and that professional should be Jeff Glover and Associates. 888-654-GUYS, which is 4897. We'd love to hear from you. We've got a gentleman on the line right now, don't we, partner? We do. Hey, let's talk to Mike in Redford. Good morning, Mike. You're on with the guys. Yeah, I've been uh, contemplating changing my hot water heater to one of those tankless units. And uh, when they first came out, they sounded like the, uh, all the rage because of how much you would save, you know, not heating so many gallons of water all day long but uh now i'm hearing that there's a lot of issues with them especially where we live in the north and the the water temperature coming in in the winter time you didn't really have to heat it up quite a bit compared to living in someplace down south and also about they they uh they may clog up after time or, or from hard water or something they clog up and reduce the flow and i, I don't know what your opinion is on these units well there, there's a good use for them, and there always has been, but they're not the be-all and end-all. I mentioned uh, years ago, Ken and I were talking about this. I was doing programs for the Journal of Light Construction throughout the country, and a gentleman that was also presenting at these um, events was a specialist hired by the state of California to push tankless water heating. And the guy did study after study, and after several years of working with him, he came to the conclusion that they weren't the be-all and end-all, <laughs> that there were some good uses for them and some good applications. I grew up in a family of, of six kids. Ken raised a family of five. Boy, if you, if you got young kids and you got a big brood and you need a lot of hot water for laundry and showers, they could be a great thing because you're not going to run out of hot water. Right, Ken? Absolutely. I mean, that's, but they do require cleaner water for sure. Um, the temperature um, variables aren't the, aren't a big issue because you're going to either heat that in a tank unit or, or you're going to heat it with a tankless unit. So you're going to bring that up to temperature no matter what. Yeah. So in the wintertime, we're like 40-degree inlet temperature. You're saying sure. that it's going to heat up no matter what. It's, it won't, and would that be 
the same for gas for electric because that's right now I have a 50 gallon gas uh, hot water heater and it's the only thing I have left going through my chimney is that hot water heater and <laughs> it's been it's been a remarkably good unit for all these years but it's probably going on eight or ten years now and I'm thinking of, you know I, I'd like to be proactive and uh, you know go with something that's more efficient plus my my kids are starting to move out it's just gonna be my wife and I here soon and I don't know. I don't know really if it's uh, worth spending all the money on one of these units, or should I be going with an electric unit to get rid of my chimney in altogether? All, it's a lot of variables. Ken and I like the value of a forty, fifty gallon gas unit because we still think that's probably the best value on the market on a day to day basis. The biggest complaint we get about those water heaters is the time it takes to reach the spigot, and be patient. I mean, honestly, I don't think that's a big cost. I don't think that's a big deal. You know me, Chuck. I don't think it wastes water. But that's kind of the biggest complaint that we get. People so expect take- instant hot water. It's exactly. not instant. Exactly. Yeah. But quite frankly, it's not even um, instant with that. With it. Yeah. What you're going to spend on a new unit if you don't yeah. need one, then you might look at the practical application of return on investment. How long will it tell you to make up? take you excuse me to make up those dollars that you spent that you didn't have to spend at this point in time you know to upgrade the unit but there might be peace of mind if you're gone from the house you know for six months a year down in florida and you don't worry about standby hot water or you don't have to turn off your tank before you leave the house and and and, you know drain it right thing so every time you go away it's just heating all that water and it's it doesn't need to be heated if I have one of those units. It'll be just but there with standby. keep in mind, if you have a basement and the unit's in the basement or a closet on the first floor and it's in there, that the heat loss is to the conditioned space of the house. So um, it's not as big a deal as it might be as if the unit was out in the garage, for instance. Oh, well, I do have an unheated basement. It's, a, it's an old 100-year-old house with a Michigan basement, but everything down there stays pretty pretty comfortable it's not with a a hot water heater going in the furnace you know and all that but there you uh, go so my my big question i guess is you're you're saying is it really depends on how much use i plan on being there if i'm going to be there for the rest of my life yeah but if i'm not you know i'm just thinking about i've been i've been in that situation where my old 40 gallon unit just failed and it left me (laughs) with no hot water for all day so I was thinking about trying to get rid of it ahead of time, but uh, I don't know. Maybe 10 years is not a big deal for this unit that I have now. It may not be. I've, I've had several last 20 years. I got a couple right now that I'm going on 20 years with. So uh, it, it's, and, and if you have a, a situation where you can put a demand unit on a timer, Ken and I talk about the remote master bath, you know, that's way away from the main water heater. That's a great application for a small demand system, you know, that, that only heats water when it's needed. You know, you get up in the, yeah, before work or maybe after work every day. Away from the regular heater, you're saying? No, like yeah. in the kitty corner. Let's say your 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 shower is on the far side, far end of the the house. You may be on a ranch, and it takes that much time to get from the water heater to your to your uh, bathroom. If you put an on demand unit right under that bathroom. That may be oh, a good application. I would get instant. Yeah. Yes, and that would like supplement my regular hot water. Exactly. As far as yes. temperature. 
Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I would probably have to use. I could use less, maybe from my my regular uh, fifty gallon unit that I have now. Wouldn't be working as hard to get the shower. Would wouldn't need as much upstairs. I have upstairs. Wouldn't need enough get as much gas to stay warm. So yeah, I mean, there's there's benefits to both. Are you the kind of guy that can change that out yourself, Mike? Well, I changed out the the units that I have, but I don't know about these new units, what they require. I've never uh, known anybody to install one. I don't know what they're about. Well, the new water heaters aren't that much, you know, the, the, on demand's different, but the traditional water heater, I mean, you could buy one and keep it downstairs next to your existing one, kind of like we recommend people do for sump pumps. Therefore, if it does go go bad, you have one right there to switch it out. Oh, so, uh, I see. Yeah, because that was an issue. I had to search around for this one in an emergency. Right? You don't want to be doing that. Yeah, and the yeah. biggest and I issue. Also see that they, Go ahead. I, well, I saw on a, a program where they have this plastic tank that never goes <laughs> out, but the elements can burn out, and it's it's kind of pricey. I think they said it was about twelve hundred bucks for this unit, but guaranteed for life, except for the elements. I guess they, <laughs> that's an electric. That's what they call it. an electric hot water heater. I mean, you could put those in and and change out the elements. And those, guarantee, those guarantees no. are only good as long as that company's in business. <laughs> hey, thank you so much for the call, oh, Mike. We hope we okay. answered all your questions, buddy. We appreciate it. Hey, we get back from break. We're going to talk to Robert from from Roscom, and we're also going to finish our discussion on Handyman. You listen to the Inside Outside guys. Chuck, how lame am I? I didn't know what an osculus was. When I went over to Cop Key Construction, I guess all the kids know what they are, and my kids all gave me a hard time. The Oculus, you betcha. What is the Oculus? That allows virtual reality to show you what your kitchen or bath design that Cop Key has prepared for you will look like once it's installed. Go talk to the professionals at Cop Key on Van Dyke between 16 and 17 Mile Road if you want a new kitchen or bathroom. Cop Key, remodeling and design. Good morning. Welcome back to the Inside Outside Guys. Laughing and learning 24-7 at theinsideoutsideguys.com. The Inside Outside Guys on Facebook with over 80 years of combined housing experience. The Inside Outside Guys needs to be your one and only source for any and all of your housing needs. We're, we're talking about a discussion about handymen. And in the state of Michigan, the law is a person who is not licensed cannot do a job over $600. Correct, Chuck? It's not supposed to do a job over $600. Now, if you look around the country, Minnesota, if you're a handyman and you make more than $15,000 a year working on existing structures, you need to have a license. A year. In Mississippi, That's interesting. Yeah, and I know. And I think it's in Mississippi, $10,000. You can't do any job over $10,000 unless you have a license in the state of Michigan. Once again, it's $600. And I strongly... In Mississippi, believe, you said. Mississippi, it's 10000 Yeah. In Michigan, it's 600 So I strongly believe that number needs to change here in the state of Michigan. Chuck, you don't agree with me so much. But what about a roof? Because that's a great one. Handyman getting on a roof needs to be a licensed, a licensed trade. And if they're not licensed and they get up on that roof and they do something wrong and they make it worse as a leak... That's a big discussion. Let's uh, let's talk to Robert in in Roscommon, who's looking for a roofer in his area to help a neighbor out. How you doing, Robert? You're on with the guys. Well, it's a windy day, but the sun's shining. Anyway, <clears throat> my neighbor has some shingles missing on her house. She's a widow, and uh, 
And also, uh, the roof must be 25 years old when they, when they remodeled their house. Also, the uh, ridge uh, uh, shingles look pretty rough. Uh, I, she needs somebody to uh, take a look at that and either repair it or possibly a new roof. Well, Robert, you said you've emailed us before and you didn't get any response. And I remember this email, and I remember I remember responding um, up in your area. Anyone in the northern part of Michigan that's listening to us, one of the best resources you have up there is the Northern Michigan Home Builder Association. We trust them. Okay. They have a lot of professionals that travel all around the northern part of the state that do repairs like that you're looking for. Um, we don't have any specific team partners in those parts of the state, um, but that's why we refer to the Home Builder Association. And we have a phone number if you would like, sir. I would. Okay, it's area code 231 348 9770. 231 348 Yes. Yes. Another okay. option. Another option, Robert, yeah. would be a local lumber yard who supplies the shingles to local roofers in your area. If you give them a buzz, I'm sure they have some people in the area that they can refer to you as well. Okay. Thank you. You're I'll, welcome, uh, Robert. Check this out and give her the information. Thank, Thank you, you very much, Robert. Bye. You're welcome. Bye-bye. I love a guy that's concerned about his neighbor. How cool, huh? Absolutely. I want to make one other comment real quick, Chuck, because Robert made a comment that he had emails a couple times with no response. We always respond. We had an email recently from a gentleman that said he had contacted one of our team partners three times without a response. I took it to that team partner right in front of the computer. They pulled it up and said, Ken, we've called him back four times. We've emailed him twice. It's all right here. So, Check your filters, everybody. You may have a block on your filters on your email. You may not have sent the right email. Maybe you missed a dot in the dot com. Or yeah. We see that kind of stuff all the time. Done so, it myself. Yep, done it <laughs> ourselves. So our discussion about handyman, Chuck. <clears throat> yes, sir. What dollar amount? How do you think it should be handled? Do you like the way it is now? What are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, it's such an arbitrary thing. But here's my fear. You know, you mentioned in Mississippi that uh, you know, up to $10,000. That's a deck. That's a roof. I don't want unlicensed people designing and building a deck. I don't want them redoing a roof on a house. Um, that to me, that that's not good. I like the builders license law, and quite frankly, um, there's great information in it. You and I are going to be talking to a guy between twelve and one. That uh, one of the first times we met him told us. He took that builder's test, and he was so glad he did because he learned a lot from having to study and prepare for it. No, you're, you're absolutely right. But, Chuck, there are states in this country that don't even require builder's licenses for home builders. Yeah, there's only four or five left, I think, that do that anymore. But, yeah. You know, doesn't the market set itself? I mean, if someone's really dishonest or really bad, they're not going to let. There's a couple of handyman companies in southeast Michigan. That are big companies that we refer out. Um, Handy Pro, and what's the one you like to refer Handyman out? Handyman Connections. Handyman Connections. Michigan Handyman. Yeah, well, there's those, a bunch. Yeah, those are nice size companies. <clears throat> Excuse and me. And I'm, I'm more than willing to guess all of those three of those companies are licensed licensed by the state of Michigan because they're nice size companies. 
But if someone wants to wait for a licensed handyman to do work on their house, they may be waiting a long time. Well, here's the thing, you know, it's, it's that old about letting the market, your comment about letting the market take care of itself. Well, then would you go to a cardiologist that didn't have a, uh, a medical degree? You know, I mean, at what point do you say, let the market take care? Oh, well, 12 people died because he really didn't know what he was doing. Okay. Now I'm not talking about my, my body or my health. I'm talking about your home and I understand where you're coming from. Wow. Hey, hey, <laughs> I take care of this body. Can't you tell? <laughs> you know what? You brought up a point in a discussion we had last week, uh, and and a lot of it goes to insurability. I mean, yeah. If, do you want unlicensed people doing things on a structure that may jeopardize the structure and its inhabitants? Well, let me tell everyone right now, we're not going to come to a conclusion. We're not going to win or lose this argument, you and I. We're just... We no, it's not even an argument. It's just, just a discussion. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Make that clear. Years ago, Chuck, I had a painter. This was back in the late 90s. Do some paintwork in my house before it would need to be licensed. Then it didn't need to be licensed. Then it didn't need to be licensed. Now it does need to be licensed. The painting trades. Well, they did then. They don't now. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, anyway, um, so when he was done painting, my neighbor came over and said, hey, will you do some work on my roof? And my neighbor had a very steep roof. And I remember telling him, look, I wasn't real thrilled on the painting job he did. I can't imagine a job he's going to do up there. And just so you know, he's not licensed. And I guarantee you he's not insured. Guarantee it. He had him up there anyway. And the way the guy got up there was scary as could be. I'm literally looking at this guy thinking, you know, get 911 on speed dial. He's going to Stacking fall. old beer barrels and, and wood pallets. And I would have I hated to see that guy fall. And it get legal and me get called in and saying, Hey, I warned him, <laughs> you know, I warned yeah. him. Yeah. You know, you were talking about different States throughout the country, uh, the state of Florida where, you know, everybody used to have to go after they turned 45 or 55 was having some real issues with retirees being taken advantage of, right. uh, right. where people would fake an injury as a result of climbing on the roof or, or cleaning the gutters or something like that and sue the homeowner. And uh, homeowners policies very quickly change because insurance companies are smart and they're going, hey, if this person isn't supposed to be there, we're not going to insure any injuries resultant from, you know, their negligence. And boy, that, that puts a heck of a financial burden on the homeowner who doesn't know any better. And so many of our listeners, they don't know any better. We have so many older elderly people, single elderly people. Like me? Oh, I'm not single. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just the elderly. <laughs> a, a, a trustworthy place to turn. And that's what we're trying to do by having this discussion to put everyone on notice, to know the laws. Nevada, they have $1,000. They're the exact same laws as Michigan, but it's $1,000. In my opinion, that's still not enough. One of the things we just want to make sure we tell anyone, when you call a handyman, please pack your patients. Everyone is very, very busy. Any nowadays. company. Any you're right. You're, you're right. You're right. Taking your phone calls at 888-654-GUYS, which equals 888-654-4897. So I guess the, the last thing you want to say about handyman, Chuck, when it comes to handyman, people are so nervous to let the wrong person in their house. And before you let somebody in your house, please do the research. If you're not sure, send Chuck and I a quick email. We'll check them out 
check him out as best we can. But even though those companies we mentioned, Chuck, those companies that are larger and busier are so busy, I would rather wait one, two, three months to get those handyman company in than to just call anyone off of a piece of paper I found at a Bolton board at the hardware store. Yeah, I mean, you and I have been there so many times with re such referrals, and we feel the same way, whether it's a new furnace, water heater, roof, or or a good handy person, you know. Um, and it depends on the work they're going to be doing, too. If, if they're going to be installing a railing on a stairway where there wasn't one before, I want a professional that knows what they're doing, and I'm going to wait. If it's, if it's something where, you know, you're, you're replacing a piece of siding that blew off last Tuesday and it's first floor work, you know, they can do it from the ground. I, I, I don't care as much about who does that as I do who installs that railing. I actually love that you're saying that. We need to practice discretion. And you're right. I mean, if it's a, if it's a, a porch repair or us painting the block around, you know, the, the base of your house, heck, Hire a high school kid to do that. We're okay with that. You know, I mean, we did it. That's how we made our careers or we made money when we were kids in high school by doing that kind of stuff. Back when you were a college hunk, that's the kind of work you did. I was never. <laughs> neither one. <laughs> neither one. Neither of us was either one. Neither one. College hey, hunk. <laughs> hey, the uh, first week in July, Chuck. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The last weekend in July, I apologize. Our good friend. Victor from Victor's Roofing is going to be giving away another how another roof, and you and I get to be part of it again. We are so looking forward to that. Victor's is a great company. You've you've heard our friend Paul W. talk about him. Ken and I feel the same way. If you need a new roof, call Victor's Roofing. Man, we are so blessed to be with you. Just a reminder, we'll be here again tomorrow morning, and of course, we'll be here in it for another hour plus now, and uh, we are happy to do it. We are happy to do it, Bob. Stick around through the magic of radio. Chuck and I are going to buzz over to Foundation Solutions 360. Yeah, Chuck, you can't run that fast. I can't run. <laughs> Me neither. Not Let's a question of how it. fast. <laughs> We're talk to Joe Marth. You really want to hear Joe Marth. He is salt of the earth guy. He has spent years in the military. What I loved about him, Chuck, is he goes, yeah, I wanted to learn how to fly a helicopter, so I learned to fly a helicopter. I know. Wasn't that cool? <laughs> I know. That's like me saying I'll try that shrimp that I've never had before, except he did it with helicopters. Well, let's be Cheaper. honest, buddy. He did something. I remember hearing you say years ago that you would love to have gotten your pilot's license. And unlike Joe, you never chased your dream, did you? Nope. Nope. And that's why <laughs> now it's it, it's simply success by association. You know, I got I to gotta listen to a guy like Joe across the table in order to feel good about a pilot. <laughs> And I always tell people this story. The reason, the, the way Joe Marth and Foundation Th Solutions 360 became a team partner, the inside outside guys, was by our friend uh, Terry Russell from Bless Assurance Home Inspections finding out that he told one of our listeners that they did not need his service. They're found when they had other companies tell, trying to give these people $30,000, $25,000 bids to repair something that foundation solutions 360 when it says no you're good you don't need to spend that money how cool so huh? that's the kind of company we wanted on the show want to revisit something real quick gordon from livonia who was our first caller today um if you're still listening one of the things you mentioned because we had to go up against a break is that the the house itself is real warm in the summertime and real cool in the winter time and chuck for the longest time i mean literally for most of our 
most ten, let's say ten years of our fifteen years on radio, we didn't have any good solutions. We had a a, a friend named Stan Broyles, who used to balance the uh, air in the house, which he did a great job. But nothing worked as well as Amnesty Air Ducts Aero Seal. And so people imagine a hose. Imagine you're trying to water a hose or you're trying to water a hose. You're trying to water a plant 100, 100 feet away, but it's full of hose, full of holes. You won't get the water flow. That's your duct system. Your duct system is leaking, even if you don't see it. And when Amnesty comes in and seals that duct system, you will get air to the areas of your house that need it. And you that that upstairs bedroom that's on the opposite end of the house will get cool in the summertime and will stay warm in the wintertime. It's been proven time and time again by that product, AeroSeal. Chuck, introduce our next caller, please. Sir. I agree with you. Hey, it's a good friend of ours over in Sterling Heights that we love to hear from. Bruce, how you doing? Good. You guys? doing a good show today. I was listening to the guy from, uh, I forget where he's from, talking about the hot water tank. And I'm looking at the same thing, and I'm thinking to get rid of the chimney, I'll use one of those ones with the induced draft fan. Is that uh, is that a good unit? I, mean, I see nope. them in all the new houses now. They're pricey. I, That's I the bet old... they are, yeah. <laughs> now, when you say get rid of the chimney, you mean vent it directly out the side faster? Right, that's what the the deuce draft fan's got a three inch vent running out the wall. Yeah, yeah, exactly. As long as you got makeup air, I guess you're in good shape on that. And that's true of any water heater that's not electric, right? I mean, if you're if you're using any gas unit, you still got to have good makeup air, which we found can be a problem in the newer <laughs> homes or the older homes that we've air sealed. But but they are pricey. Absolutely. So that, yeah, our th our thing to him was. Um, First of all, he said his 50-gallon gas unit is still functional. So it's kind of like, well, you really don't have to spend any money <laughs> right now. Yeah. Yeah, so it really he is. Mentioned, Go ahead, Ken. It, I'm sorry. He mentioned the high-efficiency units. You know, not sure what the high-efficiency units, the new ones are going to entail. But, Chuck, you remember when they made those, oh, more greener about five, six years ago. Basically, what they did is just made them a little thicker and put more insulation around them. Yeah, that was kind of the, the, the baseline unit. And then, of course, Bruce, the, uh, the induced fan, uh, draft units uh, with the motorized fan on the top of them there. Um, you and I have seen new houses built that have two or three of those units in them. It's like, oh, my God. And they're 50 you know, gallons or bigger. It's like, come on. We don't need to have that kind of money to produce hot water you know, in most houses. You know, anyway. <laughs> The local bath freak. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You're right, Bruce. So, you know what? It's like Ken said earlier. If you got the money and you have the desire, it. they're a great unit. I mean, they really are. But if you don't have the money or you don't need to spend the money, then it's kind of like, geez, why would you? <laughs> my dad, a nice That's father's day present instead with that money. I, I used to have a line for my commercial guys in business when we were doing maintenance work and stuff. I can do anything you want, and I can spend every penny you got. I love that line. I love it. That's a good one. Wow. My boss used to say to me, if I pay you what you're worth, I'd be breaking a minimum wage law. <laughs> That's another good one. 
Bruce, thank you and very much. And happy Father's Go ahead. Keep on those apprentices, man. Tell them, every one of you apprentices that's out there, get yourself on all the lists of the manufacturer's magazines. That's where you can yes. really pick up the trade tips. Trade and advice. actually read the magazines. Yes, so guys, I hold agree on. with exactly. that. For you two old guys, no more magazines. You can get it all in the internet. They'll send you email every day, okay? Or go to their Facebook page. My thumb doesn't work on flipping that page, though. I guess yeah, I'll have my to eyes screen. don't work on those little screens. <laughs> Bruce, happy Father's Day, my friend. God bless you, Bruce. Happy Father's Thank Day you. to you guys, too. Good show. Keep up the good work. We appreciate you, sir. Thank you, sir. Retired master electrician. Yeah. Yeah, he is a wealth of knowledge, an absolute wealth of knowledge. And what he mentioned about the chimney, Chuck, years ago, you know, the only way they vented those hot water heaters was out of chimney, out of chimney above. Usually a joint chimney with a, with a furnace, an inefficient uh, furnace. In many cases, in many cases, they would have two chimneys, a larger chimney on one side for the fireplace and a furnace. You're right, a furnace and a hot water heater on the other side. I apologize, misunderstood. But if those flue tiles are not stacked perfectly, that can very much uh, deteriorate the chimney from the outside in. So it's very important you put a liner if you have those old those old um, water heaters. Um, the, uh, the heat and the steam that comes up has a acid in it. It's acidic. So from the inside, it can hurt your brick. So very important you try to get a liner in there. Agree, buddy? Uh, yeah. 100%. Hey, stick around, everybody. You got a whole hour of the inside out. So, guys, left. We're going to be head over to Foundation Solutions 360 and learn about the great uh, offers this company has. Excuse me. The, you know, just a great company. You got to check them out. In the meantime, geez, I guess we're done here. Hey, stick around, everyone. Go ahead, Clippers. Go ahead, Chuck. Well, I just want to remind people that if you need new windows, new siding, new roofing, we've got a great company in performance remodeling.